In this episode, once again, we speak to the amazing Jenna Faye Maiden. Jenna is an internationally acclaimed modern feminine mystic, professional speaker, and best-selling author, and a seven-figure leadership and business mentor for conscious female entrepreneurs. She is a CEO of Soul Meet Strategy and specializes in guiding conscious female entrepreneurs to activate their leadership and accelerate their business profitability to six to seven figures and beyond. And in today's episode, we're speaking to Jenna about upgrading your wealth energies. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, the wonderful, the charming Jane Faye. Um, Jane Faye. Welcome, Jenna. Sorry, it's Jenna Faye. All good. Thank you so much for having me here. Excited to chat with you. Thank you so much for coming back, Jenna. We had such a fantastic conversation on Friday Feature that, of course, we had to have you back for my talkies. And so before we go ahead with this episode, Jenna, tell everybody what it is that you do in Young Words. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a leadership and conscious business mentor for women around the world, really focusing on helping them to create six to seven figures of wealth in their business with their passion and focusing in on wealth energetics, business strategy, and the leadership piece of that of of who we need to become in order to calibrate to the reality and the vision that we desire to be and to experience in our life. Wonderful. And so today's topic is upgrading your wealth through energetics. Now, before we go into this topic, what do you mean by this? I want you to give your definition of what we, of the title. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first let's start with the word wealth. Yeah. I feel like as soon as we hear the word wealth or the word abundance, we immediately go to money. Yeah. So I think it's important that we expand and associate that this, this definition of wealth is more than money. I feel like today we'll, we'll probably weave in a lot of the money side of it, but wealth and abundance to me goes far beyond just money because money is a construct that Mm -hmm. we have created for literally exchanging goods and services here in the earth realm. And we could replace that with anything, but essentially money is something that's neutral and money is something that is a human created thing Mm -hmm. that we've been trading for different things. So it is beyond just money. And to me, wealth in itself is, is basically our quality of life. It's mm-hmm. what we experience. It's the gratitude that we have for what we're experiencing and actually feeling wealthy in our lives, feeling wealthy when we look at our environment, feeling wealthy in our relationships, which to me is like an overflow of mm-hmm. abundance. So that to me is the wealth piece. And then the energetic side of it is what goes on that's like unspoken, what goes Mm -hmm. on that's behind the scenes, what actually really dictates that experience of wealth in our life Mm -hmm. beyond just the things we're doing, whether that's budgeting, whether that's strategy in business, whether that is 
money we've inherited. Like it goes beyond the actual 3D linear money stuff Mm -hmm. that we're doing and working on, which has its place and it's a piece of it. But today with us honing in on energetics, to me is, is more of that sneaky behind the scenes piece that really can help us go to a whole new level. Amazing. Amazing. That's I think that had a lot of um, golden nuggets in the, in the explanation alone. <laughs> okay. So how does one go about upgrading their, um, you know, their wealth through energetics? You know, how do we start? What's the first step? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like one of the first steps with this is to tune into what our actual baseline and foundations are when it comes to our relationship with wealth, when it okay. comes to what our standard is because we all have what I would consider to be our own frequency that we generally seem to vibrate at. And so if we think of this from a money standpoint, which I feel like we'll loop a lot of this to money because it gives really good real life examples, we all have our own money set point. I like to think of it as. So anyone listening to this, and I'm sure you and I as well, we have this money amount that we're comfortable with. Mm. And we make sure that we kind of always have at least that amount in our bank accounts. And we make sure that we're always kind of creating at least that amount per month. And to be clear, if someone's listening to this, they're like, I have no money. Um, Mm. I've been there too. And that could be your set point. Like Mm. you could have a certain amount of debt and that is your monthly set point Mm. of where you stand literally and energetically with your wealth. So when we know that we have some sort of level that we typically or a range that we sit within, I have observed within myself and many other students that if we go below that, let's say of $5,000 a month, then we're usually pretty good at hustling or doing whatever we need to do to get us back to that point. Yeah. You know, the baseline where the bills are paid and, and we're surviving. But so, on the so, flip side, so, yeah. So I, I want to just interject here. So pretty much what you're saying is what I call the financial thermos, that you have an upper limit yeah. and lower limit. So if you start going towards the lower end, you will go into second gear, third gear, fifth gear, and make sure you pull that yourself up. And if you end up reaching the top end, you again start putting the you know, foot on the brake, so to speak, and you slow yourself down to make sure that you come back into the comfort zone. And that is different for every individual because that's dependent on our programming. And this is a conscious programming. So mm-hmm. that's exactly it. So you're, we're right. We're definitely in alignment. That's definitely what that happens to. So the question is, how do we upgrade this channel? How do we change this now? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, step one is exactly what you just described. And mm-hmm. what I was describing is, is like, have the awareness. Yeah. We step need to awareness. know okay. that this is a thing and we need to know where we kind of stand within it. And there's no right, wrong, no, good, there's bad, no shame. otherwise. It's, it's just, a starting point observation. Yeah. And from there for us to change it, depending on, are we like dipping below or going beyond? We'll also dictate what kind of actions we might need to take Mm -hmm. here. And this is actually a really good interjection of a little formula I came up with back in my personal training days, because I would notice women would come in all the time looking to take an action to get a result. Mm -hmm. So it was like, Hey, Jenna, what do I need to do before I go to Mexico to lose some weight? And so they just wanted to do hit cardio or whatever they needed to do in order to get the result, which just creates this perpetual loop. And so I noticed, well, we're doing this in all areas of our lives where we think with money, what do I need to do in order to make more or weight loss or whatever the area is? So I started to get curious about that. And I realized that there was three kind of layers or steps that come before the action and the result. 
that really dictate the whole thing. And it's our influences, which lead to our thoughts, which create the feelings, which then based on our feelings dictates the kind of action we're going to take and then the type of result that we get. So if we're like skipping those three steps, I mean, Mm. they're still at play, but if we're not consciously aware of them and we start at the influence side of things, I mean, a lot of us have not the best influences and influences aren't just people. I mean, we're influenced by our children and our partners and our families. Absolutely. And that, that is a big part, but it's also like, who are you following on social media? What yeah. music are you listening to? What yeah. shows are you watching? And uh, absolutely, so absolutely. Yeah. And I and I'm gonna I'm really gonna highlight this, and I'm so glad you brought this up. I talk about this all the time. We are not only are we programmed at a young age to live uh, within certain parameters, we are also fed this this ideology that wealth, money, abundance is bad. And this is and it's perpetuated with, you know, all the these big celebrities who go into drugs and binge and how money makes them sad and how money makes them go off the thing and they lose all everything. They'll lose all the relationships and they go crazy. Like uh, the, the, the example that comes to mind is Britney Spears, you know, completely gone mm-hmm. off, off, you know, off the grid and it, it pick up any shows. So, you know, what I've spoken about before, I don't think you've seen that Jane the Virgin. I watched it with my daughter yeah. a while ago. Um, Raphael was not good until he lost all his money. He was only able to go with Jane once he lost all his money until then he was wrong and arrogant and uh, egotistical and you know elements of narcissism but because he let go of his money all of a sudden he had a personality change and he became this lovely gorgeous caring guy you know doing a nine to five and so forth that is subconscious programming reinforcement of subconscious programming and i think we fail to give it importance because we just say oh it's just some two program but if you're saying that as a vegetable and watching it that is reinforcing your programming along with our education and uh, social social media and other things. And even our religious people, people who are very, very religious, they go into, so I, I've, again, I've shared another story with my, this, this she's actually my cousin's wife um, and she's a religious scholar. And she's a very big religious scholar now. And she looks down upon me because I teach about money. Yet she's the one with Maserati and she's the one with kids dressed from head to toe in designer labels but um so it's okay for her to have money but not her followers again hypocrisy uh one-on-one but that's what religious leaders do that's why i i follow my religion i don't follow any religious leaders i'm I'm very careful with that but these are are all different factors where your ideology your feeling your energy around money is constantly reinforced yes money is bad yes money is bad and we are not even aware of it. We just take it for, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal day-to-day life, right? Absolutely. And it, it, like you said, it's this subtle programming and mm. it's this compound effect where, yes. you know, let's say in our lineage and our families, yeah, most of us have a lot of scarcity that's been there for a long time from like war times and survival and all of this, like it's trickled down. But then also in the media and the shows and also just culture and society as a whole. So there's all this programming happening that naturally leads to the kinds of thoughts that we have. And I personally believe we can't really control our thoughts that flow through. I think of it like a stream where there's just this stream of thoughts that come through. And sometimes they're a little bit messed up. Like, I don't even think there are, there's been times Mm -hmm. I'm driving and I'm like, maybe I should drive off that bridge. And I'm like, maybe not. Like, is that even my is that even my thought? Like, because we're all tapping into the collective thoughts that are yeah. out there, including all of these influences of lack and limitations. So we don't have to act 
on the messed up thoughts. And that's an extreme example. And I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to go off the bridge. But, you know, when we have these thoughts. But, but we will. Uh, let's just be very clear. We've all had that. I've totally. had a knife in my hand. I'm like, oh, what would it be like if I, you know, if I, if I <laughs> poked it in my belly? Like, why would I poke myself in the bloody belly? But it's just, it's a curious thought. And I don't know where yeah. it came from. I'm not, I don't like being hurt. And I don't, I can't see the sign of blood anyway. But, but <laughs> I, I, I know we've all had those really bizarre thoughts. You think, uh, that can't possibly be me. But I actually yeah. would want to like, there's a couple of reasons for that. Because a lot, a lot of the times you are just, tuning into other people's thoughts and you pick it up psychically and sometimes it's actually hey i'm gonna go bit woo-woo. there are you do hear whispers from from other beings and entities but that's another conversation for another time so <laughs> let's just leave that to be so i want to just bring it to your, your awareness to the fact that sometimes these are not your thoughts you're right it's just some something else which you know is, is a, a thought from somewhere else which you, you you become aware of you're like huh where did that come from um, but anyway, that's yeah. but they, they but the, all of these combined collectively keep you stuck where you are, and it's almost like you ha- you're climbing this mountain with this heavy boulder, and you just keep trying and trying and trying, and it just keeps getting heavier and heavier and heavier, and you think I don't know what else I can do. Exactly. Yeah, this is where when I think of the visual of the stream we often will notice the really messed up kind of thoughts Hmm. and we might even notice some more extreme, like good thoughts. Like this is where we get really excited about what's possible, but I find where most of us spend the time, let's pretend we're fishermen and we've got our little net Hmm. and each thought is like a fish. Hmm. We're usually scooping out the ones that are kind of subtle. They're like Hmm. the mediocre things of just going through the day-to-day motions. And so we might not act on the messed up thoughts, but a lot of those thoughts flowing through are like the self-doubt and all the limitations. And a lot of them are coming directly and indirectly from those influences. So while we can't necessarily control what's moving through the stream in, in an indirect kind of way, we can by changing some of our influences. Now Mm. I'm not here to say like, let's say if someone's partner or children or family that they still want to be in some sort of relationship dynamic with that are in, let's say, scarcity. It doesn't mean you have to cut ties and cut these people out of your lives. However, you can counterbalance it by bringing in other influences in other ways. So you feel more balanced. You feel more supported. It's definitely going to change the thoughts that are coming through. And ultimately, that's going to dictate our feelings. Because if we're focusing on catching all the shitty thoughts, we're probably Mm -hmm. not going to feel all that good. But if we start to intentionally notice, hey, I'm focusing on this, I'm really focusing on the vision and the possibilities, we're going to feel a lot more happy, we're going to feel more excited. And we're going to come from a much more, I think, empowered place. When we take our actions, maybe that's joining the gym, maybe it's starting a business, whatever it is, you can see it completes a, a totally different timeline which ultimately is going to create a very different result, maybe because we stay consistent with it or we get the support we need versus if we're on a very disempowered timeline all the way from our influences making us feel terrible, not really empowering thoughts, feeling really disempowered, the action that we're going to take, if we even take action, is keeping us definitely in this perpetual loop of hoping to take some sort of action like read a book or do a digital course or listen to a song, like something to try to externally make us feel better. Hmm. And we usually won't stick with it because we're on this very disempowered experience. So this to me is 
one of the foundational things when we talk about wealth energetics mm-hmm. and this topic, because if, if we're all the way up from our influences feeling bad the whole way through, yeah. it's really hard to go into a more expansive realm in our wealth. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Let me understand this first step is become aware of where your baseline is at the moment and no judgments upon that at all, because it doesn't matter if you're in, uh, if you're in debt, that's negative or neutral, which is zero or positive. If you have some savings and so forth, that's step number one, become aware and awareness is the key. Step number two is become aware of your influences, your, who you're listening to, who you're hanging around with, what is contributing to this baseline of yours at the moment. And if you want to change it, then what do you need to let go of? One of the biggest things I think I have from here that, that comes to my mind is, is news. I haven't listened to the news forever. I don't listen to the news. I don't go scroll through stuff. And anything that's important, people usually tell me. Um, I refuse or to the point I don't let I don't even let my brother put the news on when he comes to my house I'm that I'm that crazy about it because I don't want the negativity so you need to pick what is coming into your world which is influencing you to create this uh, baseline of yours so that's the step number two then what's step number three yeah so once we have the awareness and we start to make some changes based Mm. on that If we actually want to increase our temperature, let's say when it comes Mm -hmm. to wealth and money and abundance, like there is that action piece to go along with it. And I find when we can actually slow down for a minute and get real with ourselves and look at this, because most people are in such denial and disassociation that nothing's really changing because we're not really looking at it. So just Mm -hmm. looking at it in itself is going to give some clues Mm -hmm. of what actions we can take because there is a certain level of action. And so maybe that is getting a book. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's watching a video like this, but we'll start to get these clues of both external things that will help us expand and learn new things so we can approach it in different ways, Mm. but also internally within ourselves as well. Because let's say for the person who's say making 5,000 kind of month after month. And if they go below, they go into overdrive to get there. If they go beyond, they take their foot off the gas pedal because it would be uncomfortable to go beyond that. So this will help us to shift that. And one of the things that has helped me most when it comes to actually expanding that set point that really all of us want to continuously keep doing is what I call the vision beyond the vision. Yes. So when it comes to the vision beyond the vision, yeah. when we think about this, we can literally feel like there's death on the other side yeah. of whatever it is we're doing, whatever it is that we're creating, because it's basically the X factor. It's the mm-hmm. unknown. And we do this all the time in our lives saying, oh yeah, I want to create 10K a month. I want to do this. I want to do that. But in our body, we're like, well, I don't know what's over there. Is it going to be too much responsibility Is it going to be painful? Am I going to be abandoned? So one of the best practices that we can do that's going to help us calibrate to an increased level, whether it's love, wealth, money, all of it, is to look at what could be on the other side. This is what I call the vision beyond the vision. So when we do this, we go, okay, 
I've got to 10K a month. You could journal this, you could visualize it, but you just want to get into the energy of it and say, okay, I'm there. It's now my reality. Mm. What's on the other side? And what we usually see is it's actually a lot better over there. It's great. We have more options. We've got more support, more flexibility that our nervous system can start to relax Mm. and go, ah, I want to move towards that. And so anyone who's listening to this that feels like they're doing all the things, but they don't actually feel that their wealth is expanding, there may be something here for you to look at what's on the other side of what you say you want Mm. so that you can actually feel safe to move towards it. Because so many people I talk to basically say, I'm doing all the things, but it seems like I'm still pushing it away. And Mm. that usually to me is an indicator that it's not about the doing that it's how they feel on the inside and it ultimately doesn't feel safe. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with that. So it's, I, I always talk about how we need to create, we need to take action, but actions need to be with ease and grace and we need to be in the flow of receiving. And a lot of the times you may be taking all the actions, but you're pushing away energetically because you don't want it. And it, you hit the nail on the head. You somewhere along the lines subconsciously do not feel safe with that amount of money, which goes back to the beginning, which is step one, because that your that is your set point. Until you raise your financial thermostat, until you tell your thermostat, okay, not 21 anymore, let's go to 23 or 24, or 25. It doesn't matter how many, uh, you know, how how much you sort of play around with the, the radiators, thermostat's gonna kick in or you know when it uh, when it hits 23 and bring the temperature down oh sorry 21 bring the temperature down and when it hits 20 you'll bring it back up and you don't you may want to try 23 24 but unless you change the programming of the thermostat it's not changing and this i find with a lot of people they, they try to do this strategy this strategy the uh, ig now tiktok now god knows what else but nothing seems to work even though all the strategies are fine, all the platforms are fine. You can pick any platform and build a really solid business on there nowadays. But it's it's not the platform which is at fault. It's you. It's your ability to, to monetize, to be able to come go beyond your set thermostat. So, so is that is that is that the final step then? Is that step number three, the final step, or is this step number four? No, I would honestly say that that is step number three because what that does is dictates the action that we're going to take and basically Mm. allowing ourselves to receive it. And in this process, we get real with ourselves and look at when we see what's on the other side, where as an example, so many coaches I talk to, they say that they want to have a sold out business and that they just need to get more clients. And I say, okay, great. Here's the clients. How would you feel? I'm going to hand you all 10 to sell out your coaching right now, how would you feel? And they're like, ah, <laughs> that wouldn't feel good at all. That feels overwhelming. I don't know if I can hold it. There's a lot of responsibility. So when we can look at that stuff, then we can take action. And maybe that means that we actually need to build out a different program or a different process, or we need to hire an assistant or get a mentor so that we know we could hold the space for that many people or so that we know that we have the systems in place to responsibly like receive the money and, and give a great customer experience. That's just, you know, one example, but it does dictate for us how we can approach it differently mm-hmm. and how we can actually really truly hold whatever it is that we're calibrating to as that next level of wealth and abundance and success in our lives, in our businesses. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I completely, completely agree. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. So Jenna, tell us, um, give us your parting, oh, actually give us a summary of the three steps. I think they've been such a fantastic conversation, but let's have a quick summary of all three steps. 
Yeah, absolutely. So step one to me is, is awareness yeah. and awareness on the fact that we do have a set point when it yeah. comes to our wealth that we can extrapolate out into other areas of our lives, such as love as well. And a book recommendation for this, which we talked about a little bit before, is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, who basically summarizes and teaches in there that we all have different capacities for these different buckets, we'll call them in our lives. So Mm -hmm. if we get a lot of money coming in, we may sabotage and lower the amount of love we allow ourselves to receive. And I think the ultimate human journey is to expand the capacity and hold in all the areas. So just having that awareness can change the entire trajectory from someone. And that is to me, the true foundational step one. Mm -hmm. Step two is for us to get curious and to start to look at this all the way through from that formula I shared, which I call it it far, like I T F A R for influences, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. And if you're a visual person, you can think of like an arrow going from one to the other And knowing that it is our influences that ultimately lead to the kind of results that we have. So by taking yourself through that process in whatever area is relevant for you is going to shift a lot, which then builds into the third step or zone that I would say is really relevant here, which is the vision beyond the vision and allowing yourself to feel safe on the other side, because you Mm -hmm. could change your influences your actions, all these things. But if you still don't actually feel safe receiving it because you fear subconsciously what's on the other side of getting said thing, you're going to continuously resist. So by looking at that, you might have an action step or it might even be literally just an energetic subconscious thing that shifts within you and your nervous system going, oh, I can relax. And all of a sudden things start to move faster. Things start to move easier. And ultimately we move into a completely different energetic Mm -hmm. of what we're allowing ourselves to receive in our lives and in our businesses. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yes. Bang on. All right. Okay. On that note, we are going to wrap this up. Tell us, uh, Jenna, where can we connect with you? How can you find you on the internet? Yeah, absolutely. The best place is go to the hub, my website, soulmeetstrategy.com. And you can find all my links down at the bottom. I'm on TikTok at soulmeetstrategy, Instagram at soulmeetstrategy, and then Facebook as my name, Jennifer Madden as well. Wonderful. If you are listening to us on the podcast, then all the links that Jenna's just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we will have all the links you just mentioned as well. Check her out. She's one kick-ass lady and she has a podcast for her own. So go and check her out. And if you'd like to listen more to what she has to say. Well, on that note, thank you so much for being such a generous and such a kind um, host, um, uh, guest for us, uh, darling. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I love talking about energy, energetics of money anyway. So this has been a really pleasurable conversation for me. Mm, me too. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you everyone who took the time to listen to this today. And thank you for listening to me and Jenna today. We really appreciate you. I will be back with another amazing guest, another Money Talkie segment, finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.